All right. Back again for the... Yes. For the... I, th- I believe this will be the end of season two. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. We didn't... Uh, two years, man. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> We've been cranking it out for two years. <laughs> two brothers. Two brothers, two years. hundred years, two brothers. hundred years, two brothers. <laughs> nice. Get these goddamn fucking white brothers taking our our Google search results. Ugh. (laughs) Fucking assholes. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Yeah, I I, I wish our SEO engagement was was that good. Well, we just we just need to start a feud with a with a popular podcaster. Do you know any that we can start a feud with? Let's call out let's call out Joe Rogan. Every time we we record, and eventually he'll have us on, and we'll get he'll have to. I mean, if we or call we him out enough times, we could do Mamim Bam, meme brother and I, or whatever. I don't know who that is. <laughs> they're they're the they're the popular my brother, my brother and me. Yeah, they're like the super popular brother podcast. They're the big. They're their competition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, as if we, yeah. <laughs> we're the we're we're, we're 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 the scrappy fighters, and they're the they're the fucking you know giant. We're we're Rocky, and they're uh, they're <laughs> Apollo Creed. So. I wish we were Rocky. That would be way better. <laughs> we're like the guy you never hear about in the Rocky movie. <laughs> um, yeah. but uh, yeah, actually, speaking of such. Um, since we somehow got into boxing immediately, uh, fucking, I finished uh, Hajime no Ippo. You finished it? Yeah. Why not? My God, that's a lot of Hajime no Ippo. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's, it's, well, it's you wouldn't know because you haven't finished it. Yeah, I've never finished it. I stopped at like episode <laughs> seventy. You know, excuse me. I mean, did you even get to the Dempsey roll, Stephen? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like so you not. don't you don't even know about the entire show. The whole show is that. <laughs> it's the most important Dempsey thing. Dempsey Roll, Epo. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, the Dempsey Roll. That's like the most important thing of like the entire show. You didn't even get oh, no. to like season one, sixty two. I I think I I probably have seen that. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. I, I I think last time you you said you stopped at sixty, but if you stopped at seventy, then yeah, okay. well, I don't. I mean, I honestly don't know where I stopped. I know you don't. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, I was a teenager when I watched Hajime no Ippo. So. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It, anyway, it was very good. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope they make more uh, because it's not fucking done. Like where they stopped it was not the end of the show by any yeah. means so and the manga is still going apparently, which is insane. Yeah, so I could I could do with some more. I mean, and like you know. It's amazing how much better in the later seasons the uh, the animation quality got. Cause, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, the, the first one was, like, you know, Gundam levels of animation. And then I was just like, okay, cool. I mean, it wasn't quite that bad. I'm, I'm exaggerating a little no, bit. No, it was... I don't remember the animation ever being truly terrible. No, it wasn't. It, it was. It, it, it was no Hikaru no Go. It was. Uh, yeah. It was better than that. But um, so I watched that. What else have I watched? Um, we're in the midst right now. Oh, actually, yeah. Let's let's talk about that since uh, you mentioned it last time. So we we watched. Uh, what was it? Akagi. Oh, Akagi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Great. Yeah. So we watched. It, it is Akagi, right? That's the. Yeah, Akagi. Yeah. Yeah. The genius who descends into darkness. <laughs> yeah, so we watched that, and we're watching Kaiji right now. Oh, and Kaiji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also another great one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because so... It, it, They're essentially the same. Well, I mean, you say that, right? But like, so you kind of confused me because we were talking about Squid Game last time and you were like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, you know, you should watch Akagi then. And I mean, I watched it, but I would... No, I meant Kaji. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
that's I yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I literally consider those two to be interchangeable in my mind, even though I know they're like one's about a totally different thing. Yeah, they're they're pretty vastly different. I mean, I know they're but they're, they're both about gambling, but yeah, like just gambling mangas with like characters who are like have really sharp noses and chins, and it's just like at that point I I give up. <laughs> it's like okay, the characters look similar, and it's about gambling. They're, they're the same. Yeah, I, I mean, know they're not, but they might as well be. I mean, the main character, other like. Other than their appearance is yes. like they're they could not be more different because I mean yeah, you know Akagi's so fucking like I don't know OP. <laughs> yes, Akagi. Yeah, yeah. He only ever loses out of out like you know off screen to the main character of another work that the author did, who was <laughs> even more OP than him. <laughs> and apparently, this author uh, has a lot of trouble uh, writing these goddamn things because uh, I think I think they're. What they 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 only finished the arc of um like where the where the anime ended like a couple years ago and he started it in like 1997. Yeah, I mean, still sitting in that room with that fucking old guy for 20 years. <laughs> Robert Jordan, George R. R. Martin. So basically, what you're trying uh, to say is he should have been a fantasy author. Berserk, uh, got rest in peace. Whatever. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't he pass away? Yeah, uh, just like I don't know. I'm so used to like the guy who wrote uh, um hunter hunter who was also the guy who did uh um spirit detective anime mm-hmm. you know it It was it was not all swim yu yu Hakusho. Oh, okay yeah 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 his name it's just like that they like manga artists have such an unhealthy work ethic that they just like <laughs> drive themselves into the dirt and then they never recover from that and they just like slowly die <laughs> while never finishing their stuff it's it's, it's a thing like, it is absolutely a thing um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, hell yeah, nice. So yeah, so what we're in. Think of which one you like more. Uh, well, okay, so we're still watching Kaiji. We're on the second season. I think we're somewhere in the middle of the second season, or maybe the end. I don't know. I have to. I have to take a look at how many episodes we still have left. But we're in the second season of Kaiji, um, nice. which I'm enjoying Kaiji quite a bit. Because um, Kaiji, I feel like there's more. There's more there yeah. to like latch on to. Whereas it's like not just Mahjong. Yeah. Whereas Akagi, I was like, I. I, I it doesn't do the sports anime thing that I needed it to do of it actually explaining Mahjong. I mean, yeah, it flashed shit up on the screen for like half a second. And I'm like, okay, yeah, thanks, Akagi. But, you know, <laughs> like, I don't really feel like pausing the episode every like 10 seconds for you to tell me what, you know, all of these fucking Mahjong terms are. Like, I needed I needed a sit down and, okay, here's how Mahjong works. It's like, I didn't really start to grasp it until, like, halfway through, and I was like, okay, now I think I basically understand what's going on with Mahjong. <laughs> I mean, if I remember correctly, it's just like, did you get a set of Mahjong tiles? Yeah, but it's like, right? it's slightly more complicated than that, because it's like, you need to, you need to get, um, like, a certain number of, like, pairs or triplets or whatever. I think it's mostly, I think it's mostly pairs and some triple anyway you need to get a certain amount of like matching tiles but then those tiles have to have a certain quality to them like you have to have like a a match of like wind tiles or you have to have a match of fucking yeah just go fish well yeah but it's like because it's like it's like a combination of um what's that game that uh always that card game we always played at home um old maid no 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 the one with uh fucking where you make melds uh canasta 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 yeah Yeah, so it's like it's like a combination of like canasta mixed with fucking uh like poker basically because it's like you need some type of like like poker hand thing mixed with a bunch of melds and it's just like i once i got it i was like okay i get it but it was just like (laughs) 
it's a whole thing. So many terms, many, many terms. Yeah, yeah. So they're all interchangeable, though. Yeah. For purposes of the anime. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of times with those animes, like some of the tension comes out of it because it's like, well, I mean, obviously he's going to fucking win. Like, (laughs) well, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I mean, so so you've recognized the problem with all anime. But see, the thing is, though, a certain kind of a certain. Well, but the thing is, though, is like that's not always the case. So I'll just say this right now. Like, so last time we talked, um, I was I was going to say, you know, I don't want to talk about. Uh, well, I did say I'm not. I don't want to talk about Hajime Noipo until I get further into it. Um, mm-hmm. and so spoilers now if you're gonna watch Hajime Noipo. But um, basically, like the point that I was at when I was watching it, like he hadn't lost yet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A- and I was like, is he gonna lose? Because it's like you you got to make him lose at least once. You know, like because I mean, like so there's other sports animes like where. Like, they lose more frequently, you know? It's like, and it's actually, there's actually some tension there of just, like, are they actually going to win this one or not, you know? Uh, whereas, like, in this, it's just, like, after a couple times, I was like, oh, okay, this is just a, the the creator was like, I really love this character, and I want to make him win at everything in, in the most ridiculous ways. It's like, okay, that's fine, you know? But th- then then it changes the way that I watch it from, like, okay, well, how is he going to get out of this ridiculous situation, you know, to, ooh, is he going to win or not? It's like, well, that tension's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 definitely. What, what was your point? Oh, I think that was the point. <laughs> oh, okay. But, well, so, but Hajime Noipo, eventually, he loses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry. Okay, yep, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with Hajime Noipo, like, and that was the thing, is, like, I was, I didn't want to say anything, because I didn't want you to tell me whether or not he he loses at a certain point, because it's like, if I know he's going to lose, it's like, okay, and if I know yeah. that he's not going to lose, then it's like, e- either way would ruin something for me, so. You've already watched Hunter Hunter, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, how early does he lose in Hashimoto Weepo? Uh, he he loses around when you stopped because it's the it's the okay. Date-san fight is when he loses. Yeah, yeah I don't even remember. I, don't, I honestly don't even remember him losing. So if you had asked me, I probably wouldn't have been able to tell you. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's like you know, sixty episodes is a lot of episodes when it's just boxing. You know what, man? Like I I somewhat agree with you, but at the same time, it's like I could say that about all, basically any sports anime. You know? Yes. I, I, and I would say that about all sports anime. <laughs> but, like, I still like it, you know? Like, it's... It, oh, yeah, yeah. If they manage to keep the tension there... Because, like, I, I think it's, 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 a, it's a combination of keeping the tension um, of, of whether or not they're going to win or lose combined with, like, them actually improving over time, you know? Because it's like, oh, they would have lost to this kind of thing before, but now they have this new trick up their sleeve. And it's like, so... Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just like a like a dumb person for finding that entertaining. But uh, if no, so, no, 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 no. Hajime Noipo is beloved. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you can lay lay a lot of criticism on it. It's pretty, pretty great. Yeah, but Akagi, I got bored pretty fast. Yeah, I, I also, I never finished Akagi. I've also never finished Kaji. So I mean, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't finish many things. I just need to, I just need to start assuming that like anytime you recommend something to me, you've seen like two episodes of it. <laughs> I've seen like eight episodes of Kaji. <laughs> That's not enough. I mean, yeah. It's so, a, no, it is enough, though. But see, the thing is, like, you know, because so you probably never got off the boat. No, I never, I definitely never got off the boat. Yeah, I mean, like, it becomes a, a different anime after he gets off the boat. Like, it doesn't continue in that vein necessarily. But 
you know. Sure, but it does definitely 100% continue in that vein necessarily because he goes into another wacky situation where he has to gamble to get out of it. Yeah, but it does. But then, then after it's that, a different situation. Yeah, I mean, eh. no, I mean it's, it's it's that's not like a oh it sucks mm-hmm. statement. It's just like yeah, cool. I get it. Mm-hmm. And I did get it. I guess I like, would just say I that I only the first two arcs were really like Squid Game. Everything else past that is not really. Oh, re- oh interesting. Really? Yeah. I mean, he still gambles, obviously, but like it's With not like, the sa- it's not the same kind of like, you know, go to a situation and then like, you know, everybody gets a gets a number and you fucking do the Oh, it, well sure, not literally, but it's a life or death gambling game. Yeah, I mean, but it's 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 different, you know, like it's it's not like a like an organized thing past those first two arcs in the same way that Squid Game is. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And also, I mean, I guess by the same token as well, because I see where you're you're coming from with oh, okay, it's it's similar to Squid Game, because I mean like the first the first episode like the first arc like is is, is yeah. just is. But like the thing that I like about Squid Game wasn't necessarily there because this thing that I like about Squid Game is the same thing that I like about the Hunter exam and the same thing that I like about um uh like three percent um that that show that I, I mentioned the last time the the one where they're you know they have to yeah, on the island yeah to, to try to get to the island um yeah. like is with those games it's it's not so much about with those shows rather not games uh with those shows it's not so much like it's not so much I mean it is in in a sense you could call it gambling but less directly it's more of just like a you know you could quit at any time but you're so focused on this one particular goal you know that you want to you want to keep at it whereas like squid game it's like they were very much trapped in that situation of their own making to some degree because they all decided to stay but like you know some of those other games it's like it's it's more about being eliminated you know it's like with the hunter exam it's like well you could quit the hunter exam but can can you can you really quit the hunter exam yeah no <laughs> uh, I, I, once you've done the running part you definitely can't and, and i die and i i just like that like increasing series of like weird games and stuff like that you know like nar- gradually narrowing down people you know for for some type of like some type of further thing you know I, which yeah squid game sort of does and, and which is why like you know, when we were talking originally and I'd mentioned uh, Battle Royale, you know, and you were like, eh, Battle Royale because there's no downtime. And you're absolutely right. Like, Battle Royale is like, in, in, in another one of these, it would be like one of the games of like a series of games, whereas like yes. Battle Royale is just the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I want to. I, do you know any more things that are kind of like that? It's like the kind of everybody kind of gets together and it's like a continuing series of like you know, gradually narrowing down people over time? Uh, kind of? It's like there are a lot of death game animes, like uh, Assassination... Oh, no, 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 sorry. That's a, I don't want to say that one yet. Um, death Class, I think, is one anime. Uh, not Assassination Classroom. Okay, so, I mean, it's going to come up, so I'll say it. So there's an anime called Assassination Classroom, which is kind of like a One Punch Man-esque take on that genre. Oh, neat. Okay. Uh, you'd like that. It's really good. I mean, I like it a lot. And I've actually finished that one. Oh, wow. Okay. That's good yeah. to know in advance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no. Oh, that's kind of like that. What's the one I'm thinking of, though? There's one specifically that's like just 
that in a classroom. And of course, it's not going to have it because why would it? Why would why would the internet help me in this case? Well, yeah, I mean, the internet never helps anyone. Not assassination classroom. It's like it's about assassins in a class, but it's not assassination classroom. God damn it! Nope, it's that I can't, I can't, I can't find it. Oh well, no worries. If you if you but think you of would it, like assassination classroom, I would. Okay, so assassination classroom is the one that is like uh, One Punch Man or a One Punch Man like take. Yeah, it's a One Punch Man take on. It's like a deconstruction, reconstruction of the death game class. It's it's more like Battle Royale in a way, because it's, it's focused on one goal the whole time. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, like, quote-unquote games, but there but there are games, so... Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a okay. shot. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down with it. There's there's a couple things I, I want to watch ahead of that, but... Uh, oh, yeah? What, what, what are you planning on? Uh, so I have Odd Taxi on the list. Oh, yeah, I've heard really good things about that. have not watched it myself, but... I will let you know things. if it's any good, because people rave about that. Yeah, I uh, mean, seeing clips from it, it seems like it's really good. Yeah. Uh, we, it seems like one of those, it's not really an anime, it just happens to be an anime. Yeah, no, that, for sure, because, I mean, like, it's it's just, like, the art style just seems so... And all the characters are, like, you know, weird animals and stuff, like, it's... I like it. It looks it looks yeah. really interesting. So I'm gonna have to. I'll let you know how that is. Um, and then I, you know, I threw a couple sports animes on there. We watched uh, we watched Burning Kabaddi. Is that the one about that like crazy Thai sport? Yes. Oh yeah. I mean that's fucking. Yeah. It, it was really. Yeah. I think I think it's I think it's actually Indian. I believe. Um, Indian. You're right. You're no. You're right. Yeah. But it's like it. It, it, it was it was way cooler than I thought it was gonna be. I was like, yeah. it's like this seems like this like kind of like weird version of like Adult Red Rover, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but it's it is, it is. And like that's actually yeah, yeah. It's so, so cool, yeah. And then I threw like whatever that basketball anime was on there, um, Ace of the Diamond. I threw up on there because I'm sure it's a sports anime. I'm sure they're both good. So what's the what's the best basketball one? Like uh, Kuroko's basketball. Kuroko's oh Kuroko's basketball. Oh, is there another one? Yeah, there's a, there's another one. Slam Dunk? Uh, slam Dunk. Yeah, I'm almost positive that's what it is. Okay. Is that even on Crunchyroll? Oh, Slam Dunk is on. Oh, wow. 101 episodes. Jesus. Oh, but it's on, oh Kokoro No Basket. Kokoro's Basketball Anime. Okay. No. Yeah. So that is the one I was thinking of, actually. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also watched uh, Fina Pirate Princess. That's That one's brand new. Oh, is it a movie? No, it's a, it's an anime. Oh. But, uh, I mean, it is like... It's weird. I've never heard of this one. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it just came out, so really, really good. Um, well, I mean, it finished airing already, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it just recently finished airing. Why didn't it show up on the season thing? That's weird. Usually, I know at least all of the animes that are, are airing. Is it on? Is it on my anime list? Is it just called? Oh, Kazuku Ojo. Oh, okay. No, no, no. no. I did hear about this one. I never watched it. It's good. It's uh, it's beautifully animated. I mean, like, it's kind of like it, it's almost like got that uh. Like, uh, what's it called? Um, Miyazaki type of, like, animation levels. Yeah, oh yeah, this is the one about, yeah, 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 she leaves the island because she doesn't want to, like, get sold. Yeah, it's very good, it's very good. Um, And then, what was the other thing that we watched just recently? Fuck, what was it? Oh, Remake Our Life, that was really good. Um, It's one of those, like, goes back in time type of animes. Okay. Um, it's about somebody who like, he like would have gone to art school, but then decided to go to business school and then like, you know, decides his life sucks and just wants to, you know, wishes that he could have made the other choice and that he does. And then things happen. It's, it was really good. So, um, I, I'm hoping they're going to do another season oh, yeah. of it. Cause it was, it was really like, it was very engaging. I, I enjoyed it. So yeah, those are the, those are the things that are kind of up on the list right now, man. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and food wars, but <laughs> I just put that oh on. Oh my god! Yeah, you're watching food wars. I, I mean, like, you know, I feel like I have to. Like, 
I, cooking fight anime. I don't think it's actually that good, from what I understand. No, yeah. But what I also understand is it's very entertaining. So uh, yeah, yeah, Food Wars. Um, I put it on nice. the list. <laughs> How about you, man? What have you been? Uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I'm watching Succession. Yeah, you you were mentioning that last time, so that's that that's still oh. that's good. Yeah, yeah. I I guess I caught up. I caught up finally, so I'm now watching it week by week. Uh, it's good. It's it does. It has like I was watching it as like a like a plot show initially, uh, but it's become clear that it's 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 just a soap opera. <laughs> it's a very well directed like soap opera, but it is just that. So it's it's a little bit more I don't know ephemeral. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like it's just it's just fun and frustrating. So what you're trying to say is it's not the wire. It's not the wire. Yeah, no, it is not. <laughs> It is just a soap opera about horrible rich people. Okay. Fair enough. And some people describe it as a comedy, but I don't it's I don't find it funny really ever. Maybe so. a very maybe a very dark, dark, dark comedy. A very dark comedy, yeah. <laughs> to the point where it's like barely a comedy. <laughs> cool. Uh and then uh, let's see here. Oh how's uh how's Deathloop? Oh yeah. Deathloop, yeah, you haven't tried it yet. I have not tried it yet, so don't sp- I mean, I don't know how much there is really yeah, to spoil. Really, I don't feel like there's a lot of spoilers. You get most of what it is within the first, like, ten minutes. It's fun. Okay. I like it. It's, um... Did it's you just... Did you play any of the Dishonored games? Yeah, I played Dishonored 1 and 2, definitely. Oh, okay, I mean, cool. I've played all the Arcane games, from Arcs Fatalis up. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I like all of them. They're, they are a consistently good studio, and this is more good stuff. Okay. That's, I mean, that's what I figured. It looked, I mean, even from the outset, like when I first saw the trailers, I was like, oh, that looks really fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. And there's like a, there's like a Dark Souls style invasion system. Yes. That, that which I, which is cool. Yeah. With, with Juliana or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Okay. Yeah. My only complaint is that there isn't a time stop ability. Oh, okay. Which is just like, I love, I loved being able to do that in Arx Fatalis and Dishonored 1 and 2. So I'm, I'm a little disappointed there's not that. Yeah. I'm but, gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to play that game a lot differently because I mean with Dishonored one and two I both I went through both for like a like a non lethal run and uh, <laughs> I have no intention of doing that with Deathloop. Yeah, it has the same sort of like uh, system as Dishonored though, where like the more you kill, the more the game like reacts to that. Mm, okay. So like all of the like all of my. Uh, Every time I see a like monitor or a computer screen, there's like a picture of my face with the word "kill" above it, <laughs> and I assume that if I was not doing that, there would be capture or something instead. Mm, okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, it's also. Did you ever play Moon Crash? No. Ah, uh, it's that's the Prey expansion DLC thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very much like that, where it's like it's 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 a very like it's system heavy. Like you like have like a a home base and you like manage your equipment from it and then you like go out into the world from that menu like on different times. Oh, okay. Uh, it's interesting. I will have to let you know what I think. I mean, we'll probably talk more about it once I actually get get down to playing yeah. it. Because, but yeah, I wanted I wanted to just get your initial impressions because I saw you played it quite a bit. So clearly, you yeah. enjoyed it to some degree. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. I, Excellent. I it's it's definitely the kind of game where you like play it for an hour and then you like don't play it. It's not a like. Yeah, no, I could see that. Consume endlessly game. I feel like I was the same way with Dishonored, although that might have been partially a result of my play style, where I was like, okay, I just like I need to like do something else for a while because meticulously quick saving through to get a non lethal oh, yeah. run is exhausting. You know, yes, yeah. I don't know sure. why I do that to myself, but for some reason with Dishonored, I always feel like I just need to. You know, like it feels wrong to do anything else. So well, no, because you're not supposed to. Yeah, Dishonored punishes you when you do that. Yes, I mean you're right. 
<laughs> now, um, I have to I have to ask. Um, so I sent you. Uh, did you ever play? Uh, did you ever play the original uh, Warhammer Space Marine? No, I never did. Oh, okay. So that might be why I I, I did not because I sent you that trailer for Space Marine Two, but. I didn't get as much of a reaction out of you because I thought for some reason you had actually played that already. No, I know. No. I mean, I just sh- shooter on rail shooter game. Despite, I mean, it's cool that it's Space Marine and everything, but like, I don't, I don't usually go for that style of game. Yeah. It's I like mean, Doom, right? It's like, Doom's great, but like, I'm never going to play Doom. So I, I mostly agree with you, but Space Marine fucking rocked. Like, there was just, I don't know. Maybe it was just, maybe it was riding very much on the on the whole concept of it being a Warhammer 40k game and maybe that was part of the reason why I latched onto it so much but I mean I'm not the only person that really really like had a blast with that game because it's like you know instead of being like a oh it's a cover shooter it's like no you are the cover (laughs) you know like you're a fucking space marine you're covered in armor it's like you run in and you murder things with your chainsword like so I enjoyed that kind of like it's like the because it's 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 got that same kind of feel that like even the tabletop game has of like you're shooting up to the point where you can melee you know it's it's not a it's not a game of you know stand there and shoot and then if things get close melee them it's like you're running up to things and shooting them so that you can get into melee range and just absolutely you know splatter them across the pavement um, and uh, now that there's Tyranids which uh, you know it's I, I was I was always kind of hoping that like. The first game was going to have that, and when they, you know, when I got the, the sense that we were going to have a sequel, I was like, oh, I hope it's Tyranids, and then, you know, there was no space. And then 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 I never thought that this game was going to get made, because it's like, you know, it was years and years. I mean, it's been forever since Space Marine came out, um, and I just I just never thought that we were ever going to get a sequel to it. Um, and then we did, and I was very excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm excited for Tyranids, certainly. I have to wonder, though, is, uh, I wonder if the guy who did those, uh, Space Marine, like, YouTube shorts worked on that cinematic. Because I know they hired him. Oh, did they? Yeah, they hired him. Which sucks, because now we don't get any more of those cool Space Marine videos. I, yeah, I really hope yeah, the Astarte series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, those, yes. those fucking rock. I, I those hope Those were we amazing. Yeah. But yeah, so I probably hope. Probably never, never anymore. That sucks. Hopefully he's working He's working on the tier, this game, and his cutscenes will be in the game. Because he really captured everything I like about Space Marine. Yeah, oh, I mean, like, I, I love that scene where it's like, you know, they fucking, uh, like, they open up the, like, the doors, like, where, the, like, the, I think it's, like, where the other people were, like, shooting at them, you know? And it's just, like, they're, like, like I said, they're the cover, you know? They just stand there in the line of fire, because it's like, yeah. I'm covered head to toe in armor, motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I am a tank. Yeah. So I, I love the 40K universe. Like I, I, I want more games, g- more good games to come out of the 40K universe. And uh, I know that they dipped their toes into it because I saw that they um, it was it was a, maybe like six months to a year ago. They had uh, showed um, like as a Warhammer 40K VR game, um, which. Oh, that would be cool. Did not look very good, mind you. But like, I'm hoping that like. People are thinking about it because I would love a fucking Warhammer 40k game, uh, like a good one in VR. Because I mean, how how fucking cool would it be to like be a fucking space marine with a giant bolter and shit? Like, yeah, I, definitely. Yeah, so I, I hope all these things do well. Um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of VR, actually, um, I've been playing a game called Legendary Tales. Okay. Which is uh, like imagine Blade and Sorcery, but like with a game. Hmm. It's kind of like a Diablo 1, but Blade and Sorcery, like, 
combat mechanics. Ooh, okay. It's like you're fighting skeletons and goblins, uh, and it's really good. The, the, the real appeal is that it's multiplayer, which... Oh, shit, really? Okay. ...is great. So me and the roommates have been playing that a lot. How is the uh, how is the sinking of like the sword fight? Like, can you actually have sword fights in VR? Uh, not against other people. It's co op only. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> but you can like dungeon delve with your friends in VR, which is a lot of fun. That sounds that, okay. And what's that called again? Legendary Tales. Legendary Tales. I have to put that yeah. on my wish list because that actually sounds really really cool. Yeah, it's fucking great. We just we just finished like the normal mode last night. Now we're on hard mode, I guess. Very nice. No, that sounds really. It is cool. early access though still so they still need to add like there's only two enemy types so far uh what is cool though is there's like um there's like puzzles and like like platforming sections so like you have to like climb ropes and like jump to platforms and stuff and that's very interesting to do in vr interesting good or interesting interesting good, good. okay good. No, good. <laughs> i mean very janky to a certain degree yeah like one of the hardest ones is you have to like swing yourself from a rope onto a ladder and it's like that's difficult to grab grab a ladder in midair in vr uh, yeah i can imagine but it's but it, it works they, they do it this looks really good man yeah no yeah. I, I have to ch- i'll have to check this out i haven't uh, i haven't plugged in my vr headset in, in quite a while so maybe it's maybe it's time i i did see that blade and sorcery got like a like a quote-unquote adventure mode where you can kind of go through like an area and like Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. The dungeons update, I see. Yeah, the dungeons update. So, like, because I was going to plug it in to try that, but, I mean, this seems like also that, so. Yeah, they're just doing that, exactly, yeah, with non-human enemies. Nice. Although the skeletons are essentially human enemies, obviously. Well, yeah, yeah, it's human enemies without all the fleshy bone, uh, fleshy bits. Yeah. <laughs> and what's cool is there's, like, unique weapons, mm-hmm. and we thought they were just going to be, like, skins, uh, but... Uh, one of my roommates managed to get like a Captain America shield. It's, like you can throw it. Oh, that's awesome! It, like, it literally does like an eagle scream as you throw it. <laughs> and then he also he he got really lucky, and his other unique weapon he got is like Molnir, so he can like he has a shield he can throw, and he has an axe he can throw, and the axe will come back to his hand as he throws it. Oh, that's fucking great! Yeah, it's very cool. Nice. Yeah, I have to check that out. I, I need to I need to get back into VR. It's been one of those things where it's just like it's been sitting in the box and I I, I yeah, keep yeah. wanting to play it, then I keep getting distracted with other things. So it's uh I mean Christmas is coming up, so uh, that might be a good time to pop it out yeah, and break start. it out. Yeah. Absolutely. And other than that, I'm just uh I'm going through Dark Souls three again just in preparation for the Elden Ring. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah, that. That's coming that. out soon, right? Yeah, fresh fresh bodies to, to defile. <laughs> Lots of new people who don't understand Souls games are going to be just so ready for me to kill them in, in, in PvP. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, February 25th. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I, I was I was kind of wondering. I was like, are you playing, Elden, are you playing Dark Souls 3 in preparation for Elden Ring? Of course you yeah. are. Of course you are. Just, you know, getting back into the swing of it. For sure. For sure. Now, I uh, I did send you... Uh, I've been I've been making some music recently. Oh yes, yes. I did send you uh, some some tracks. I don't know if you uh, what, what what you uh, what you thought about them. I mean, you're 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 pretty good at making music. They're, they they uh, they all seemed at the very least they all seemed like something I would hear in like an indie game. Oh nice. Like uh, especially what is it, Spacey Outrun? Yeah. Just like yeah, I could see that being like a like rogue like soundtrack. Nice. Okay. Same with techno thingy. Nice. Okay. Cool. Definitely hear, definitely hear Earthbound Battle music influence on that one as well. <laughs> I mean, it's always there, you know? I can't get away from yeah. it. Yeah. Excellent. Cool. Well, shall we move on uh, 
Is there anything else you wanted to discuss before we move on to some albums? Nope. I'm good. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So hopefully uh, for everybody that uh, didn't, li- if you didn't listen last time, uh, this, this, this time around, uh, we're going to, we're going to do four albums that we really like, um, that we both really like. This is a, uh, no surprises here. This is not one of those uh, like, oh, Steven's yeah. going to recommend stuff that I've never heard and I'm going to recommend stuff that Steven's never heard. Like, no, we've heard both of these. We've listened to them a million fucking times. Um, and so now we've listened to them a million times plus a couple more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and what did it's you actually it's, go ahead? This was way harder to do. I, I'll say than like listening to new stuff. Yes. Because it's, it's like I've heard all of these albums so many times. It's like, yep. It's like I just loop my brain just like turns off like very quickly yes. while listening to them. And it's like, no, no, no I have to pay attention here. Oh, yes. I had a lot of trouble like focusing on what was going on and like picking out things yeah. that like I specifically like. Because I'm like, oh, I just love this album. All right. I'm just going to sit yeah. back and it's like, no, you have to. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially with especially with the uh, gazpacho. It was just like I started listening to TikTok and then like the album was over and it was like I didn't hear any of it. <laughs> Yeah, not a, none of that got through to me actually. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's accurate, and it's like it's it's not, and it's not a, it's not a oh, like because it's a, you know, it's like the album all kind of blends together. It's just because it's like you know, you just you, you fall into a uh, yeah, you fall you fall into just kind of like a different headspace because you've heard it so many times. Exactly. Yeah. There's, I'm not being surprised by anything. It's like yes, oh yeah, I like this song. Yes. Oh yeah, I like this song. Oh yeah, I like this song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. This part, I like this part. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, what what albums did you recommend, Stephen? Uh, I recommended uh, Adam and Eve by the Flower Kings and uh, When the Sweet Turns Sour by Echolin. Yes, and I recommended uh, Sound of the Apocalypse by Black Bonzo and uh, TikTok by Gaspacho. Oh, by the way, uh, before so uh, before we jump right into the uh, the albums, uh, I, I I can't believe I forgot this, and then I just realized uh, how was your Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh yeah, great! Excellent. Yeah. Smoked turkey again? Yeah, smoked. We we bought two turkeys because there are so many people. We there was there wasn't like a really big one, but we ended up only eating once. We had a whole leftover smoked turkey. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That's always the way, though. It's yeah. like you know, you're like, oh my god, we'll never be able to feed anybody with these turkey. Yeah. With this turkey, we better get a bigger one or get another one, and then you're just like, oh fuck, yeah. this is. And a I lot also, for the first time, I got like a, uh, a like a full sized ham. From Honey Baked Ham. Oh, damn. So we Very had nice. like eight pounds of Honey Baked Ham. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Fantastic. That was so good. Nice. How nice. was yours? Good. Um, I uh, I made... So for the stuffing this year, um, I used uh, like a combination of French bread and uh, pumpernickel. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Amazing. Pumpernickel. I would... Uh, I do all pumpernickel next time. It was amazing. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> pumpernickel very delicious. Yeah, because I definitely so. do the. I definitely do like I do half uh, stuffing mix and half like stale bread. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, actual bread is way is better. the way. Yeah. Is the way. Um, I also made homemade cranberry sauce again this year, uh, which is always delicious and really fucking easy and way better than the canned stuff. So I'm always, always happy to yeah, do I that. I mean, May Plus, makes homemade cranberry sauce as well. It's delicious, right? I don't it's eat like... it. I don't eat it. So I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, then, sauce. well, then that's the end of that. That's I eat a lot of, of stuffing, mashed potatoes, and ham. That's, and a turkey yeah, leg, but... and a, a smoked turkey leg. I mean. That oh does sound God. delicious. Yeah. I am kind of tempted one year to like, instead of, instead of doing it like, the whole turkey of 
uh, like parting it out into uh, like the leg, the breast, the thigh, all that stuff, battering it and deep frying it. Oh my god! Yeah, good luck. It sounds amazing though, doesn't it? Sounds, it's like fucking that, just that like sounds just, really good. It sounds like a nightmare to make though. Yeah, I mean, you know, it would be a pain in the ass because I'd have to fucking you know, I mean, deep frying always. I like I I I have deep fried plenty of things before, but like it's always a pain in the ass to do, you know. And yeah. then you have just like a vat of oil you have to deal with and yes. whatever. But deep fried things also delicious. So yeah. But anyway, yeah, can't believe. Sorry, so didn't did can't believe I forgot to uh, mention Thanksgiving. But uh, anyway. Let's uh let's return to the episode. Um so which uh which album would you would you like to do first? What what album do you have the least to say about? I don't know. Uh Yeah. I, okay, maybe then TikTok? I let's, Okay, let's let's go with that then. Let's go with TikTok. And actually I, I will mention by the way, um before we jump in, I found it very interesting. Um you know, cuz we've done a good number of these music podcasts now, and I think it's Accurate to say this is the first time that uh, we've done any prog bands. Yeah. And they were all prog bands. (laughs) Yes. Well, because prog is like, that's like a phase of my music. It's only, it's, I kind of consider it almost like metal where it's like, I kind of, I feel like I got everything I needed from the genre. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I know what you mean. I feel the same way about prog. I mean, I listen to so little of it now because it's like the bands that I really like are the bands that part of the, a lot of them are the bands we're talking about right now. Yeah, so exactly. it's like metal. Obviously, that didn't occur. I continued to listen to more and more of it. But, uh, you know, that uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I always I, I, I get to the point where I'm like a lot of the prog bands nowadays start sounding really samey to me but i'm sure that all the prog heads out there are gonna be like no i can't believe you would say that there's a, this that i mean like, old sure prog is. is samey too just like well wanky, yeah wank 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 guitar wank <laughs> wank yeah. wank then like small vocal section followed by more wank and like the wankier you are the more prog heads like it <laughs> that's probably true yeah. i uh i, I certainly i feel I, like these bands are so different from like from a lot of other music that I've listened to, you know? I mean, maybe maybe not necessarily the Flower Kings. I was about to say, Flower yeah, Kings the Flower Kings are, like, straight-up prog. I mean, like, yeah. they have two 20-minute songs on the album that I recommended. There yeah, really with the exception of Flower Kings, which is just a straight-ahead prog yeah. band. Uh, like, I feel like the rest of these, I feel like are pretty unique. Yes, no, 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 for sure, yeah. None of them really sound like prog. Yeah. Within reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's talk about uh, TikTok by Gaspacho. So, I mean... That was that was that was mine. Um, I mean, I guess we're not really gonna be able to do this in the way that we normally do. Of yeah, like, exactly. oh, what did you think? It's like, it's, well, it's what hard. did you? Like, yeah, like, for yeah, everybody, what did you think? <laughs> yeah, everybody. We both thought they were great because we both like yeah. these albums. Yeah. Like, yeah, oh yeah, TikTok by Gaspacho. I love that album. It's really good. <laughs> uh, I mean, like specifically, it's like the vocalist uh, for Gaspacho. I mean, I guess for really for all of these bands. Um, I really love the like the vocal work they do. It's like there's a lot of range going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even on the first like Desert Flight, you know, let's just start from the start, right? Yeah. Just like he's immediately like just belting out, and it's like he has such like it's like a almost like he's like his voice is like twangy. Yeah, he's got such a unique voice. Like I, I haven't really ever heard anybody that sounds quite like him. Yeah, but, it's like it's almost like he's doing like legato, like um. Oh, it's been too long since I've done like music class, but it's like he's like, what's the thing where it's no break between the notes? Yeah, legato. Oh, it is legato. Yeah, it's like he's legatoing his own voice. It's like every word he says kind of flows in really well to the next word. Yeah, no, he's he, he's 
almost like bending around through his notes. You yes. know, he's like yes. it's it's very much like all yeah, like you said, all the notes are. But it's it's almost it's almost like kind of trombone like in the sense that like it doesn't even really. It doesn't even really just like go from one note to another. He just kind of like slides in between each note. Yes, which no, I love. Exactly. Yeah, there's a different word for it. I'm almost positive, but mm. but yeah, I mean, even and even initially, like the guitar tone on Desert Flight, like that really dirty. There is something about Desert. Like every time I hear this song, like I can I can picture it. You know, that's. Yeah. That's the thing that really stands out for me in in this album is this album is it 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 captures the the actual thing that they're talking about so well. Like I I really like I I don't know what it is about like cuz it's like I don't know if there's anything necessarily inherent in any of the things that they're and there must be because I'm I'm getting it. But like, I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't pick out for you what it is about Desert Flight or The Walk or any of that that like says to me crashing a plane in the desert and then walking across the desert to try to like get back to civilization. But oh, is like, that what this is about? <laughs> you know what, Stephen? I'm always surprised, and yet I should never be surprised. Yeah, it's like, what do you what do you mean? This is this is what this album is about? I had no idea. I literally. <laughs> I thought maybe it was just like a Western themed <laughs> album in some way, but that was about all I was getting from it. In that sense. Oh god, yeah, Stephen, this this is an album about crashing your plane in the desert and having to walk across it. That's oh. the desert flight and the walk and like. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, huh? Yeah, uh. I never got that. Nope, not even a little bit. <laughs> See, you know, this is why we do these things. <laughs> Just have no, like, I mean, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll, 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 I'm just going to leave that aside because <laughs> there's nothing that could be said there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I've always found this album to have a very strong imagery. That was what I was I was trying to get at. Very strong imagery, um, which uh, I would love to have heard if you agreed with that, but uh, apparently well, no, the so, answer so is... I mean, it does like, so, to, okay, here's what I always got from this album. Go for it. Uh, it's like, to me, it's like, this is like, uh, like a lone gunman, like going through the desert for the last time as he like reminisces on his life. Oh, interesting. That's what I always got from it. That's wrong, apparently. But like, yeah, I did. I did understand like it does give you that feel of like a Western like journey for sure. Well, yeah, because I mean, like there's like that one line it's like that like, one bullet to a man. You know, it's like because yeah. it's like it's like, OK, well, we've got a gun. So it's like, yeah, you know, exactly, if we start starving yeah. to death, we could just shoot ourselves like yeah. type of thing. Yeah, I always I always took that as like one bullet to a man. And then it's one just like that's him like <laughs> defeating the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got a totally different view of this album. Yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. It's yeah. so interesting. But yeah, um, no, I, I yeah, I mean. I'm just I'm just kind of combing through random parts of this now. Yeah, same it's here. Like... Yeah, I mean, one thing I'll say is I love they do a really great job with their like uh, like Opeth transitions, so to speak, mm. where they're like going from soft to grunge. Yeah, uh, I really love. I mean, everywhere on this album where they do that, it's really it feels good. Uh, yeah, some artists it's like a little it's like it feels like you're listening to two different songs sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whereas I never feel that way. They always manage to blend everything very well. Yeah, no, it's it because it, it, in the way that. And I know that you you criticize Opeth for this, and I think you criticize them rightly, is they have very much of a, like, a, all right, hard metal section, and then literally, like, smash cut to acoustic guitars, smash yes. cut to hard metal. Like, this very much, I mean, even in the first song, like... Yeah, they do it constantly. Yeah, it, like, you're listening never, to it, it's... 
it's yeah. never jarring. Yeah, it's like that hard guitar, you know, going in, and then then like it, there's like a slight vocal break. Yeah, it's like so. Yeah, like two two fifty on the first song. It's like, and then you got the like. Oh wait, I, I mean even I earlier than early. that. I was a little early because I was gonna say forty, like around forty four seconds on this on the first song, and like. You're switching into like you know you've got like the like the the, the yeah. pad you know in there like the synth pad and all that like it's it it's immediately goes to calm and like and then they just you know jump back between them but like it feels it feels really natural and yeah I don't know something about that guitar tone just really reminds me of flying across the desert don't know what it is about it but it 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 really ah god yeah. I I just I just love and you're right like. I think you mentioned this on the last podcast um, when we were talking about what albums we should do. I don't know if I kept that in the final cut or not, but uh, every time this comes on when I'm in the car, I have to listen to it. You know, I never skip Gaspacho. Never skip it. Yeah. It's always like, oh, yeah, Gaspacho. I love this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This album, this album rocks, man. Yeah. It's um, and I mean, so I'm on the walk part one now. Listen to that. And it's just like, yeah, he does. He does such a great like grungy vocal when you say grungy vocal what do you mean sorry i mean he, he does such a great vocal with the grungy guitar okay there we go that the makes background. more sense yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and then just like he, he transitions so effortlessly into like the soft singing at the at the start of walk part one mm-hmm. it's like it really it, it's almost like they're almost like a post-rock prog band you know that's a really good description of it because i mean when i think of post-rock i do think of bands that have like they're trying to really create like some kind of like picture or something with what they're playing you know yeah and this does that you know this this doesn't feel like like in in a way that in a way that like a lot of prog bands when they're doing a a concept album like this right yeah they're they're realized this was a concept album uh, yeah, well, of course you didn't, Steve. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when, when when most prog bands are doing a concept album, it, it, it very much has that feeling of like a stage play type of thing. Yes, of like, yes. And it this doesn't. Flat. Yeah, this this really doesn't have that feeling to it, you know? Yeah. And, it, and it could easily, you know, like it, it could have easily gotten that way. But this feels more like painting a picture in song than it does running through a musical yeah they they a lot of times prog bands will compromise the music to like get the the idea across of their concept album i'm thinking like you know devin townsend to a certain extent um does that like ziltoid the omniscient like really does that um, oh okay i okay i was about to really disagree with you but you're right ziltoid is is kind of the exception to that because yeah, yeah. well do, i mean does he have a lot of other concept albums like, I, well, I do, I, that's what i was about to say i was like <laughs> what are you even thinking with concept yeah, albums ziltoid. with devin townsend <laughs> but that's not even the it's, there's a there's a much worse offender but i can't remember they're like a prog metal band though uh, Av- Avion or Av- Avalon? Avalon. Avalon? They did like the one where it's like they're trapped in like a crystal maze. Oh my god, I wish I had my, my, uh, not Avalon. No, because they're an American contemporary Christian vocal yeah. quartet from Nashville, yeah, Tennessee, so probably not Avalon. Uh, fuck. Arion? Arion. Oh my god, yes. Oh wow, you actually thought of it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there was only, there was really only two choices. It was going to be that or Arion. Yeah. Arion so. is one of the worst examples of this. Into the electric castle. Uh, yeah, into the electric castle where it's just like, man, like you could you could have like really toned down your like stage play bullshit. Whereas like Gaspacho, it's like they put a lot of like actual feeling behind all of the stuff that's in this. Yeah. W- one of the one of the standout tracks for me, by the way, um, TikTok part three. Let me get let me get to that. I'm sorry, I just oh the walk part two, dude. Oh mm, just like the walk part two is 
excellent. And uh, again, it's got that really kind of like, like, again, walking through the desert, like they're deep in it now, you know? And so like, it starts out very like ponderous, you know, and like, it just like, it evokes all of the emotions that you'd want to evoke. Yeah. Like right, right around like 50 seconds. 45 seconds, I guess. 45. Just like the lyric we were talking about. Man, oh, yeah. Has a gun, one bullet to a man. I, I, I love his yeah. fucking voice, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he really, he's the like, he's the element that really brings everything together here. Oh. But yeah, listen to the, the just the very yeah. beginning of TikTok Part 3. Yeah, that piano. Yeah, the, the piano like ma- matched up with the drums in there. It's just, like, it's so perfect. And then, like, you know, I love how all of the TikTok, uh, like, have that kind of TikTok type of rhythm to them in different ways, you know? Like, the one in TikTok Part 1 is very, like... Heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, TikTok Part 1 is, is, is very much more prototypical, whereas TikTok Part 2, like, it starts getting harder, but it's, it's still in there, you know? And so, it, like, it carries forward. Have you ever listened to Marillion? Yes. This... TikTok part one in particular reminds me a lot of Marillion. Uh, the part, this whole intro part of TikTok part one with the heartbeat and like the like techno, like the electronic like beat going on in the background. Mm-hmm. That to me screams Marillion, like flat out, just like that's Marillion. Now, in fairness, I've only listened to one Marillion album. Which one? Uh, I'm clutching at straws. That's the oh, one. I've... I don't think I've ever even heard that one. They're, well, I mean, they're one of those you have because you literally, oh, it's on... I? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've only listened to Marillion because it was on one of your things, and me, you probably got it from Mason, as you yeah, do. Yeah, of course, yes. Um, but yeah, Clutching at Strauss is the only one that I've listened to, yeah. so I know that you've listened to it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I really only listen to Marbles by by Marillion now, because it's I think it's their best album, and it's also very different from their other stuff, but anyway, I just that reminded me of, of them. And I might recommend that at, at, a, at a later date, that if you've never heard Marbles... I think you should then. Because I think you'd like it a lot. Oh, yeah. And then... The opening of TikTok Part 2, just like that, like, guitar, like, riff they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it's so hard. It's like, the whole album is so consistently good. Yeah. No, I mean, and and you're right. Like, I have a, that's, I think, one of the things that makes this album so good is it's, it's so tight as an album, you know? Like, every song flows really nicely into, into one another, and like, it's just, really only four songs. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just adding it up, right? I mean, like, how long is this album? It's, it's like not. it's very short. 16, 22, 30, yeah, it, one. Well, I mean, it's, it's about it's like, like forty nine minutes. Yeah, it's forty nine minutes. It's nothing. Yeah, that's a short album, and it goes by really quickly. And it's like it's hard to pick out individual songs, but at the same time, it's it's so like it's cohesive in like a good way because it's like you know you could. Like, like you've mentioned with concept albums is like, sometimes it's like, if you're not listening to the entire concept album, like it just sucks because like the individual pieces are not good music on their own. They're just, you know, they're just ways. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, whereas every individual song on this is great in its own right. I mean, we're not going to talk about Black Bonzo yet, obviously, but just like saying that it's like, there's so many times when like there's intermission songs or like transition songs that are like throwaway. Yeah. And like. That don't fly with Black Bonzo. We'll get, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. Oh. So and uh, I, love, I love the way they uh, like so many so many prog bands are like unwilling to do electronic work, mm-hmm. right? They're like no guitars, drums, bass only. That's what we're doing, and we'll like we'll do crazy chord structures and wank it, but like we're not gonna put electronic sound. And it's like Despacho fully embraced electronica. 
I don't know that I, I don't know if I totally agree with your police work there, Lou. Um, just because it's like, I mean, I feel like synthesizers, like what I feel like is I feel like they will play those synthesizers live. You know, I mean, like, fuck but it. Never, but never is like, I mean, th- this might be me, like, choosing my memories here. But, like, it always feels like they're, like, replacing an instrument with the synthesizer. Oh, versus just adding on top of it? Whereas Gaspacho was, like, using it as a layering tool. for like, Okay, I, I might agree with that. I might agree. Because, I mean, I'm thinking of, like, the bazillion instances where Dream Theater and shit. Like, oh, we'll yeah, throw yeah. in all sorts of, like, crazy, you know, like, stuff on the... Because, I mean, like, I mean, Rudris has, like, like six keyboards on stage, like, and, you know, yeah, and, and a laptop. instruments. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, TikTok, it, this feels to me like almost shoegazy in the way they use their, like, effects. I could, I could see that, yeah. You know I mean, I mean like, there's reminds, a lot of... I, I don't know how easy something. it would be to play a lot of this stuff live without a laptop. No, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, any any other any other things to say on, on TikTok? I mean, I could go through each of these songs and, like, be like, oh, yeah, this part is really good. Like, four <laughs> minutes in a TikTok part two, I love the, like, winner, winner, like, the, the, the effect they do there. I don't know how to describe it. I can't do it with my voice. You know, here, let's do these, this on these albums, because I think, I think, because yeah, we could, right? And then this podcast yeah. would be like seven and a half hours. Let's, let's end each of these sections with why should people care? Like, why should they listen to this? Like, why do we like this so much? And I think, I think in this case, and I'll, 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 I'll try and you, you, you tell me if I'm, I'm hitting the nail on the head. Is this like, the reason this is so good is because like, it's, it's such a, it, a, it's very unique. Like, I don't know that there's another album that sounds really like this album. And it's, it's so well put together. Like, it doesn't, it, it, it's, it does not sound amateurish at all. You know, like, oh God, this is, no. in, in, in a way that sometimes, in a way that sometimes prog can sometimes sound a little bit hollow. Um, you know, or like, like the sound is not that full because it's like, you know, yeah. and we'll, we'll maybe get to that with some other, I, I think maybe with the Echolin album. Yes. I was bit. about to say, yeah, the Echolin album, definitely. But like, so, I mean, this just like, this is, it's such a solidly put together album, but it's also so much, like, it's just so fucking interesting to listen to. And it's just like, it's, a, it's, it's a treat, you know, it's a treat because it's like, you'll probably never hear another album that's really like this. Yeah. And it just, it's so full. It, it's Full. like it really hits like musically and emotionally. Mm-hmm. It's a great yeah, album. That, and we haven't even li- talked about Winter Is Never, which is like, I feel like one of the best tracks actually on the whole album. Just like, oh, his voice. I mean, for me, it's, it's I'd say like a good 50% of my love for this album is the fact that the vocalist is just like on point 100% of the time. No, I mean, he has one of the most unique voices in all of music and like it is on Full display in this album. Yeah, no, he's so delicate in this. Yes, delicate. Oh, that's a great word to use. Yes, yeah. He's, it's so carefully great. I can't, don't know what the lyrics yeah, are, exactly, but. Yeah. Winter is never. Yeah, I know. He's just like, oh, God. Mm, fucking so good. <laughs> it's like, it's like literally the, the, like the, that outtake demo song on the end there, Independence uh-huh. Day. It's like, this, that sounds, that, that like, that immediately is like less good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I don't even really consider that part of the album. It's, um, it reminds me a lot of um, the people that did The Lake, The Priest in the Lake or whatever. Uh, 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 not The Deer Hunter, but not The Deer Hunter, The Deer Hunter. Oh, I, I've never, I don't think I've oh, ever heard whoa. that. Oh, ooh, 
you've never heard the deer hunter no oh, I don't the think lake so. south the river north and there's a song on it about the priest the pimp and the priest that's what it is oh if you've never heard the deer hunter put it on the list man definitely <laughs> i've got never heard it on the list yeah uh-huh you would love that because that, probably that last song there sounds a lot like what they kind of do. Interesting. Yes. TikTok. Amazing. Amazing. I know. I totally agree. Obviously. Because, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to keep saying that, forgetting that, like, yes, this is the, this is, I'm going to have to cut so much because it's going to be like, okay, fucking, this is just going to be me saying, oh, this is great. It's like, yeah, Jason, we fucking know because that's, that's why you did this. <laughs> so let's, okay, let's go on to. I'm going to I'm really going to struggle with this because it's interesting, right? Like we're, we did we did this album first and normally our, our our way that we go about things is that 10 it tends to be like the album that we like the most is the album that is we talk about later. Yeah, I actually think I like Gaspacho more than than Black Bonzo. Like, I think I like this album more than I like the Black Bonzo album. But I think I have more to say about the Black Bonzo album. And in yeah, a exactly. similar way, yeah. I think I like um why well, actually i know i like adam and eve more than i like sweet turn sour yeah and but I, also, I have way more to say about the sweet turn I, sour I than definitely adam recommended eve. the wrong album by the way oh did you for echo Lynn. oh i meant to recommend um i still like this album a lot so it's fine but i i, I meant to recommend the end is beautiful that's what i was actually thinking of when I well, that's okay because i have never heard actually have i heard the end is beautiful hang on because I, I don't know if i i also I don't love know if I've all seen of echolin's albums so this was really tough it's like i like echolin and i like suffocating the bloom and i like and every blossom and as the world and when the sweet turns to sour and cowboy poems free and the end is beautiful it's just like this was this was impossible for me i, I was always going to be disappointed by my choice because i love all of them so much except for the 2012 album Oh yeah, and the twenty three. I don't. I haven't. I I refuse to listen to the. Yeah, no. I listened to the twenty twelve album like once, and I was like, oh, that's not Echolin. You guys have changed. You know what I figured out with that? I figured out what it is. It's a Beardfish album. Oh, interesting. Okay, that when you th- if you think about it like that, it makes so much sense. It sounds like a fucking Beardfish album. That's why I like it so much because I love Beardfish. Yeah, and that's it's... what twenty twelve Echolin sounds like. It sounds like it sounds like getting another Beardfish album. Yeah. They they lost all of their like folky like acousticness. Oh yeah, no, it compl- it's it sounds like a completely different band. It's just like I I don't know what it is about that album, but like and I don't know if you actually did what I what what I suggested you do, which is listen to the first um what is it? No, I did not. Yeah. Like just humor me if you sure, would. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Listen to th- from 320 to 420 on on that album. Yeah, it's just like what what is this? This is not Echolin. Like what is but this? But like what just, is this just bullshit? Listen for the the full all the way to 420. <laughs> yeah, I mean like the band the vocalist remained the same, but the band changed around him in a way that I do not like. So you didn't you didn't like that 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 didn't do it for you at all. No, it's the baseline. It's like oh, that baseline. So good, though. That baseline, but it's not Echolin. It's like <laughs> Echolin does not have bass. They are a treble band. <laughs> and it's like adding bass, adding like a, a smooth bass line like that just makes them sound like every other band to me. Like, okay. I liked I liked how shrill and high pitched Echolin usually is. Okay, that's that's fine. It's just like that that yeah. it's that, great. I mean, it's a great bass line. It just shouldn't be in an Echolin album. It that is, but that one minute for me was like, oh, I have to. I ha- I need yeah, I need this yeah. whole album. Yeah, as soon like, as that as soon as that bass line comes in, I'm done. That's like I'm out. <laughs> I'm out, man. Okay, all right. I mean, there's nothing I can say then. There's because I mean, like, there's for me that is like one of like the best like one minute of music. 
Like, it's just so, like, his voice and the bass line and, like, just everything the way... Oh, yeah, anyway, so, okay, I won't, I won't belabor the yeah, point. Echo I really uses, like that fucking album. Echo Lynn uses drums as a bass line, but they're using <laughs> a bass guitar as a bass line. It's like, that's wrong. You guys did it wrong. You made the wrong music. <laughs> <laughs> you made the wrong music. Okay. So, so let's yeah, talk so, about... Let's yes. talk about... Let's let's not jump too much onto Echo Lynn because I want to start with... I want to start with uh, Adam and Eve. Oh, oh, okay, sure, okay. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to I go there first, because I feel like I have less to say about Adam and Eve than I do about Eklund. And Eklund is a little bit denser, whereas Adam and Eve is just, like, my my, my, my responses are a little bit less. But, so, um... Waterfall, a midnight monsoon, in a moonlit tropical, tropical station. station. It's like, I've, I've memorized all the lyrics to Love Supreme. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great track. And I, I think that... Part of the reason why this album in particular by the Flower Kings rocks so freaking hard is um, because Daniel Gildenlow of uh, Pain of Salvation sings on a bunch of it. Oh, does he? Yeah. He, well, I mean, and he's all in, in like a vampire's view, which is one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, that's him that's, the whole way that's through. That's Gildenlow. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't that make so much sense now? That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that does. I never knew that. Vampire's view is got one of the best like parts of any song ever um where and i'll get to it yeah Are yeah talking about at the 230 no four minutes oh because i love the 230 part down down to yeah, the no. bone. just like oh, that minutes. one's good though because it's like there's no man in the mirror it's just me and i hate what i see all the things that i said i saved inside my madness it's like oh yeah. fucking god damn it it's like i mean it's like a fucking movie is what it is yeah, it's like great. it's yeah. so good like you know if i complained before a little bit about bands doing too much of a stage play it's like okay but if you really really lean into it like in yes. vampire's view it's like i mean this could be in a musical about fucking dracula and it oh, yeah. would be amazing yeah. even i even i like fully understand the a vampire's view <laughs> that that's good because it's pretty it's pretty obvious yeah <laughs> let me listen to 2:30 strip down yeah it's just the vocals i just love that yeah, but that, I mean that that transition though at four minutes, like I just yes, it's 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 incredible, it's incredible, and like all of the singing on this is is so fucking fantastic. And it's also I, one of the reasons I really love this album is that it's like it's uplifting. It's extremely uplifting. Yeah, you know, in a way that virtually no music that's good is uplifting. Like there's very little uplifting music out there. I feel. Yeah, I mean this is this is such a feel good album. Yeah, I just oh, just like. The part in Love Supreme where he's just like, you know, I, I think I think we're trying to find the same part. <laughs> yeah, twelve minutes. Oh, you know, that part is so great. Just like nothing, like nothing describes. I don't remember what the German word is is for like the feeling that everyone has in their own life. Zonder. Uh, Zonder. But like nothing captures Zonder more for me than that like thirty second bit of lyric. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh my god, I get little like I get like warm fuzzies from it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And it's got like, and I, I again, I think that's, I think this is Daniel Gildenlow singing uh, part of this. I just, the whole thing is so happy. I love it. And then the rest of the album is really good, other than the, the titular track, Adam and Eve, which is, I don't know, I, I like it less now than I used to, I guess, because it, it feels a little dirty. Yes. In a bad way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of the track that I, I think I, even though there's some really good parts on it, I think it's probably the one that I do like the least. Yeah. It's, it's not, but it's followed by Starlight Man, which is like 
another super amazing. Ugh, such, so good. So good. And Cosmic Circus is so good. Mm, just happy. Such a happy album. Yeah, okay, that's what I was looking for. So, uh, yeah, around four minutes, uh, 14 minutes 10 on Love Supreme. Mm-hmm. Every time a politician yeah. is telling the truth. I think that's got to be Daniel Gildenlow singing that because it's like, you know, the way that he sings. And it's like, I, I love the kind of like the way that he he goes from that really scratchy like throat voice into like that, like very soft. Like it's like it's just so fucking like it's just like beautiful. Like this album, that's the thing. This album is beautiful. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then and then that same section in like 1445, a little before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But that wasn't the part that I was thinking of though. What was the part that I was thinking of? Is that Starlight Man? Yeah, I mean there's a, there's another transition in that for sure. I'm Starlight in your mind. What's what's the What's the song? <laughs> yeah, sorry, what's I the just... song where it's fine. What's the song where um What's the song where he's like, oh, the world is better because you're in it or something like that? Uh, I think that's still, I think that's still Love Supreme. Is that Love Supreme? Hang on. Yeah, pretty sure. Because that's with the master's hand. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the beginning of Love Supreme. It's a... In reaction. Yeah, 245. Hang on. Be without you. This world couldn't be without you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that like, that is... This song has informed so much of my like worldview, honestly. Yeah, it's, just it's like, perfect because you are. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah. It's yeah. No. Like, my whole view on regrets like comes from that. Just like, it, how can you regret something? It's it's how existence is. Yeah. If it wasn't that, you wouldn't be. So it's beautiful. Mm. And I think again that my, I think that particular line is again that's Daniel Gildenlow singing on that part because it's like I mean this I, I I he is one of my favorite vocalists like it's like him and Devin Townsend are like two of my favorite vocalists of all time and so like anytime he's in something I'm just like ooh I'm so excited <laughs> yeah I never knew he was on this album that's so cool oh yeah. he was an official member of Flower Kings oh wow. he was yeah he was briefly an official member of Flower Kings I think only for this album um and he's all over this album yeah and it's so good it's he's great this is definitely he's my so... favorite album by them. God, he's so fucking great. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, oh, and the, so go ahead. I was gonna say just because I, you know, uh, their first Flower King's first album is also really good. Um, Back in the World of Adventures. I was surprised you didn't recommend that one, but like, I love this one more. Yeah, this one ha- this one holds nostalgia for me in a way that Back in the World of Adventures does not. Also, Back in the World of Adventures has like the Holocaust song, which oh, okay. uh, is a real downer. <laughs> so I, try, I I don't really. It's, I mean, it's a good song, but, like, Train to Nowhere is a real, like, oh, boy. Is that what Train to Nowhere is about? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the, wow, I know something about a song lyrics that you don't know. That's You do! Yeah, it's it's the Holocaust song, and it it always ruins the album for me, because it's really nice and upbeat until then, and it's the Holocaust song, and it's like, oh, right, yeah, we're horrible, fuck. Now it's gonna ruin it for me, too. Oh, yeah, great. Yeah, good, good. Now you can listen to... Adam and Eve more. I gotta find the part, the one part though, in driver's seat that I, I need to talk about. Oh yeah, well before we talk about driver's seat, I just want to say timelines. Uh, just timelines. like uh the the song before driver's seat, just like yeah. the transition at like fifty fifty five seconds to a minute. That reminds me so much of Eccolin. Like yes. if Eccolin oh, yeah. had more like volume. <laughs> yeah, I just oh. I know, I love it too. It's such a gentle, nice album. I just I, I'm gonna say that a million times, but it's just <laughs> <laughs> Very few music albums are like this. They're either like they're either pump ups stuff or they're sad stuff. But there's very little just like uh, Cohen Brothers music. 
to, to, to <laughs> you know, talk about a previous podcast, right? It's like, hey, life. Cool. It's life. It's bad. There it it's is. good. Do it. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Fair enough. Be a driver's seat. The only thing I wanted to say was the transition, like the, the part at around 14 minutes and 15 seconds is to me the culmination of this album. Yeah. So oh, yeah. you find yourself in the driver's seat. <laughs> whatever the rest of the lyrics are (laughs) like when you're listening to this album and you get through the whole fucking thing and then you get to that part yeah it's just like oh like fuck it's just like it's it's like the greatest post-rock buildup of all time (laughs) yeah it's it's they they are it's a it's an actual prog album yeah yeah this is this is prog at its best exactly yes it's like yeah sure two of the songs are 20 minutes long and like a bunch of the other ones are eight minutes, but like it, it doesn't ever, it feels good that those songs mm-hmm. are that length. It doesn't, it never overstays its welcome or like beats you over the head with something. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Mm, so good. So yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's actually the answer to the final question on this one is why, why listen to it? It's the best fucking prog album. It's yeah, so it's, good. It, it's like, it's all of the hopefulness of prog actually put into a prog album. Yes, yes. This is it, it yeah, I, I really do agree with you. Like this is this is a rare action album that is about hopefulness that isn't like, you know, some type of like yeah. uh fucking new age Christian rock exactly or something. Yes. Oh my god. I, I listened to too much Neil Morse before before this. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh so shall we uh shall we move along to um Black Bonzo. Turns sour. Oh, Black Bonzo. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm getting ahead of myself there. I know. I know. You're excited. You're excited. There's a reason yeah. I left it to last because there's, I think, probably a decent amount to talk about just because it's echoing. Yes. But yeah, Sound of the Apocalypse, man. This is this album is like the perfect synthesis of like old school prog and like more modern music. I feel like like there's something that sounds so like old school about about this to me but it also like it isn't it doesn't have that same kind of like i guess hollowness that sometimes like older production like it's like it's like if you took modern production sensibilities and applied it to like you know an album from like you know the early days of Prague, you'd come up with something like this it's it's interesting that you say that actually because this is to me black bonzo is like a throwback actually to me black bonzo is like it's a it's an amalgamation of prog for sure but also rockabilly really yeah it's okay like, have you ever, ever listen to volbeat no oh interesting okay so there's a band called volbeat which is a metal rockabilly band okay so it's like metal with like um a uh, uh, hip thrust band oh it's elvis <laughs> hip inspiration <thrust> <laughs> thrust man so i mean elvis that's what elvis was famous for is hip thrusts ultimately uh i'm sorry <laughs> that's, that's it. Be, i'm sorry uh, my people might be elvis fans but that is actually literally what he was famous for but... well, hey let's not sell him short also pompadours okay that's true yeah <laughs> can't forget the pompadour very very uh uh oh what's the word bejeweled hip thrusts <laughs> yes especially in the and later so, years and so to me black bonzo is like someone has updated rockabilly to a rock band. Interesting. So I, like, I guess it's I don't. Old school to me. I mean, so I think we agree in the fact that it feels like a throwback. I think you think it throws back further than I think it throws yes. back. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a, a really hard like 40s and 50s throwback. 
but with modern sensibilities, like you were saying. Yes, for sure. So like especially the guitar work. Well, and the, the guitar the, work and the, also the use of, um, I mean, where I'm getting old school prog is like, it's that one, um, it's like right in Thorns Upon a Crown. What What is that instrument that I'm thinking of? It's it's a synthesizer, but it's like around 40, 40 minutes. It's like, oh yeah, it's, I mean, it just sounds like a, like a synthesized organ or something like that. 40 minutes? Wait, I'm sorry. 40, sorry, 40 seconds, say. 40 seconds. Okay. I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> we listen to two different bonzos here. Oh, yeah, that's a pipe organ synthesizer, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, that sound is, like, like, and a lot of, like, the synthesized piano sounds in here are, or synthesized keyboard sounds in here are just, I mean, like, they're so reminiscent of, like, old, like, I'm sure that there's, like, a fucking, you know, like, a Moog synthesizer in here somewhere and all that shit, like, you know. Oh, yeah. But I will just say, like, right off the bat, the one thing that I have to talk about is, um, and to me, one of the high points of this album is the well at four minutes and fifty seconds? Fifty seconds. Oh, I, I'm just I'm gonna get to four minutes fifty seconds in a second. I just every intro, like every beginning of the song on this album, is so hype. It's like they do such a good job building energy, and I love oh. I love that sense of energy this album has. But oh, four yeah. minutes fifty seconds. Yeah. Oh yeah, this and the fucking drums. Yeah. Drummers oh, are gonna dr- drummers are gonna tell me if I'm I'm wrong, but I think that he, what he's doing there is it's like a halftime feel. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just like for a breakdown, like it's just like it's so fucking good, man. Like like th- this that part- this particular track to me is like half the album of just like how great that let little breakdown is of just like oh my god it, it brings me back every time it's like you know from like fucking however many years like 20 years ago when i was listening to this album for the first time or whatever like so i don't wait, know if it was quite that long but how, how I, long when did this album come out oh my god 2006 maybe okay, so, earlier so okay so not 20 years ago but 15 years ago you know when we were listening to this album 2007 2007 2007 okay so not quite 20 years but a long time ago in a galaxy far far away when i was listening to this album so wait, just, I, I just posted uh, Volbeat's, like, one of their albums. Just listen to the first, like, minute 30 seconds. Okay. I am listening now. Okay. So, so obviously that's metal and it's different. I can sort of see where you're coming from. I don't know if I totally agree. I feel like maybe they're just more similar to this. Because it's like, I mean, that almost doesn't even sound that. I mean, like, I can see sort of where you're getting the rockability. I mean, because obviously they are doing a rockability yeah, it's literally thing. literally that, yeah. With, with, like, the vocals especially. Like, they got kind of the Elvis vocals, you know? But Yes, the vocals are a big part of it. I, I don't know that I when I think of rockabilly music necessarily and I'm not that familiar with the genre so neither am like, I honestly but so I don't I don't I don't know if I could totally agree with that because when I think back to like like Elvis music and stuff like that I can see where you're making that connection um it's not it's definitely not the first thing that came to mind I don't think you're wrong I just don't know that I'm I'm totally yeah, sold. I mean Black Bonzo is a lot slower obviously because it's not metal but I feel like that same sort of energy of like the sort of like driving smoothness, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Black Bonzo is very smooth, but it's very energetic. See, with Black Bonzo, I, I liken this much more to like pop prog. You know, like sure. your, okay. your your yeses and your Marillions and stuff of the yeah. world. Like it's, I, I feel like. I feel like at least to me, and maybe that's just because that's more of what I've listened to than Rockabilly, and so that's where I go. But I, I, I do want to say, though, that, that Volbeat, and I don't know if, uh, maybe I'll remember to put this in the in the show notes, but if not, uh, Volbeat, The Human Instrument, is the track. Um, and uh, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like fucking Devin Townsend. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Volbeat is, like, the more popular. I think they're more popular. I think they're, like, the mainstream Townsend-esque. I, mean, I don't know if they still are. I, I feel like Devin Townsend is, uh... Oh, I feel like they're... No, I, I, like, I hear about Volbeat in, like, randomly on Reddit without, hmm. like, looking for it. Yeah. So, I mean, I hear about Devin Townsend randomly okay. on things, so, yeah. so I, mean, I don't know. What you're look- yeah, it's it's whatever that... that uh, but yeah, because, I mean, I, I feel like Devin Townsend definitely draws some huge rockabilly influences in a lot of his stuff, so, like... Yeah, and, I mean, obviously... Almost all music is ultimately descended from rockabilly because rockabilly is descended from blues, which is what all Western music comes from. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, there, that there's was a that... small tree that we're growing from here. Well, yeah, because I mean, rockabilly was the, I mean, I guess partially or either an offshoot of or um, or the the base of the tree of rock and roll, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everything comes from there. One of the earliest styles of rock and roll music. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 one of the it's one of the the, the low branches. <laughs> On the tree that is modern, mo- modern rock music. Uh, yeah, but is that. even even when I was young, that's what that's what Black Bonzo always was to me. It was like was a rockabilly prog band. <laughs> interesting. Okay, I I never would have that. I never would have made that connection. But that that is a very interesting one. Yeah, and I will say the only song on this, and I really like it. But the only song on this that uh, really feels like that gets away from that into just straight up prog is of course the longest track sound of the apocalypse oh sound of the apocalypse interesting see i thought you were gonna say ageless door well let me listen to ageless door maybe i'm selling myself short well yeah okay ageless door a little bit yeah because I, I could i could hear yeah, it like, ageless door is definitely my least favorite everything else i love but ageless door is the one where it's like this kind of repeats itself a little bit i feel maybe that's why that, i'm like not, didn't really think about it because yeah I, I i think i would agree ageless, ageless door is probably one of the the lower ones on my list yeah. Now I know um, you want to talk about the intermission, so I don't want to. Oh I don't want to get yes. past that. Jump into the intermission. Oh, oh my god! I just like so many bands do like a bullshit. Like you know, I mean, we've listened to so many metal albums where like there's an intermission song that's like a just like a an acoustic or like a non-vocal like break track essentially, which is not bad. That's that's a good way to use that kind of song, right? That's like appropriate. But like here, it it's like. This is an actual song that they made. Yeah, and it's fantastic. Yeah, and it's like, oh my god, it's like I want an acoustic album from these guys because it's so good. Yeah, I like the little uh, what like, like some the kind flute? of like a slide flute. Yeah, oh, yeah, just, yeah, or just a regular. Like I don't know why I said yeah, slide I think it's flute. A regular flute. Just yeah. a regular flute. They're just playing it like in that kind of um, almost in that kind of uh, what's it called? Uh, like it's folky. Like I don't know if that's Ian, what you Ian Anderson type of way. Yes. Um, oh yeah, exactly. Ian Anderson. Yes, one hundred percent folky. Yeah. Yeah, yes. like Jethro Tull kind of like yeah. whoop whoop. Yeah. I love I god fuck it, I love Ian Anderson's like flute technique. He's just like yeah. the man sounds incredible. Like not to and, <laughs> Yeah, and obviously the whole album is about the apocalypse. Yeah. Cuz it's called that. I didn't I don't get that from the lyrics, but I assume and like having that intermission revelation song is like it's thematically appropriate and it's just like I appreciate the craftsmanship of the album. It's like they really did a good job like making it all work. Other than Age of Storm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree. Age of Storm is not really my favorite. But it's, it's also funny because it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, supposedly it's a concept album. But really, Sound of the Apocalypse is the only thing that really feels to me like like the yes. theme. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, my God, Sound of the Apocalypse is such a great track. <laughs> yes. And world, Wait. we're escaping, sending messages around the globe. <laughs> Close to the apocalypse. God, fucking Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, amazing. So yeah. good. And the rest of the album is also really good. Like, yeah. Giants I, games. I love Giants games a lot. Giant games is fantastic. Yeah, the, the fucking solo in the middle of it. What what time? Uh, like around two minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking thing, dirty. One thing I might level at this album as a criticism is uh-huh. that it is very samey. It is. I would agree with that. They, 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 there is a sound of the apocalypse, and they, they stuck with that sound the whole way through. Um, so I don't think it's as good as, like, it's not a good listen to the whole album album, but, like, each individual song is so good that, the, like, yeah, it doesn't it's matter. Like, it's one of these albums that I love having, like, shuffled into my yes. music, because anytime it comes up, I want to listen to one of the tracks. Yes, exactly. And yeah. that goes back to what I was saying about, like, the energy. Like, every every song starts with, like, like a breakdown or some sort of, like, pump-up thing. And, like, immediately you're just like, yes. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's interesting, too. I um So I would have recommended either this or Doomsday Afternoon by Fido, which are both ostensibly about the apocalypse. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would have been very interested to listen to Fido again. Because the last time I listened to it, I, like couldn't stand it i thought it was garbage <laughs> so i'd be interested to get another crack at that i think uh i think doomsday afternoon still really holds up um i don't know if i because I, yeah, I i don't know what it is about doomsday afternoon um i think it's like because there's that one song on it it's like a like micro death star or something like that that i love like it's one of my favorite like one of my favorite prog tracks of all time like it's it's hugely hugely good and, like, I feel like the subsequent follow-ups have never really reached those same heights. Um, but, like, I also don't know if I'm still into, like, those big concept album. Uh, like, yeah. I don't know if like, I don't know how I'd feel about having to listen to, like, the entire album, like, in a vacuum, you yeah, know? Like, I, I just pulled it up real quick and skipped past Microsoft Death Star into Candy Brain. Uh-huh. And it's, like, it's someone doing, like, major chords on an acoustic guitar while, like, the singer sings in that, like, prog rock, like, providing what they need. And it's just, like, <laughs> oh, God, it's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Uh, oh, I would love to listen to that album again so I could tear it apart or maybe love it again. I don't know. Because it used to be one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, as with most music from this period of time, Stephen, you recommended all of it to me. So at one point or another, this this was yes. what you liked. <laughs> yeah, I really only only really the Flower Kings and Echolin have survived, and Echo and Flower Kings only one album. Echolin's really the only band that I still like genuinely love all of their stuff they've made. Interesting, because I like I like Black Bonzo, I like Sound of the Apocalypse, but the one they did after Sound of the Apocalypse um, was also good. But it was like, it felt derivative of Sound of the Apocalypse. What was it called? I can only get the Swedish Wikipedia page for Black Bonzo. I, I think that's because uh, that's... The oh, 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 oh yeah, Guillotine Drama. Yeah, Guillotine, because Lady of the Light is also a really good album. That's what I was because I've only listened to those those first two, yeah. and I oh, love both oh, of yeah. them. Guillotine Drama is is like, it was their last album. And yeah. I think that's because they recognized that it was... <laughs> they ran out of ideas. <laughs> yeah, they were like, okay, we're done. And yeah. I love Gaspacho, but I don't, I don't even think of Gaspacho as a prog band, like... They're, they are, to me, the, like, the bleeding edge of alt-rock. It's interesting, by the way, that you mentioned Marillion, because apparently they um, they toured with Marillion. Gaspacho? Yeah. Yeah, that makes 100% sense to me. They, that, they're yeah, very I'd... similar. Especially if you listen to Marbles. Marbles is, like, it's the sound of, it's it's the same sound as that Gaspacho album, to a degree. It's not, it's not the same. It doesn't have the same themes, and so it's different a lot. Mm-hmm. But, oh, 
It's so good. Oh my god. Oh my. I'm gonna have to listen to that. I'm gonna have to listen to Marvels actually. After this. It's such a good <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll have to recommend it to me. You know, maybe yeah. we'll maybe we'll finally do some prog bands. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. I, I that, that actually, if we do another music one, that will be one of the albums I recommend. When, not if. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I mean, I, I, other than that, that was basically all I had to say about Black yeah. Bond. Let me let me quickly uh, just go through. I mean, yesterday's friends. Great. Great. I love it. Be friends. Yeah, Black Bonzo, you know, I got to say, Black Bonzo also does what we talked about the Caspacho album doing, which it transitions really well. And it's so another many, album. Sorry, go ahead. I was just so many prog bands have these really long songs, like more than three and a half minutes, which to me, anything more than that is long. <laughs> um, and most bands that do that, like I'm thinking, um, it's been too long since I've listened to prog. I can't think of any example. I want to say Genesis and King Crimson, but I know I'm just pulling names out of a hat and I'm not really thinking of examples, so that's unfair. Uh, but like they just they do the transition between rock and acoustic perfectly yeah. without it feeling disjointed. And I just I really appreciate that ability because a lot of bands don't pull it off. In a way that King Crimson absolutely does not do that. King yeah, Crimson I, is so fucking jarring a lot of the time. Like, in, in the in the court of the Crimson King, I'm just like, Oof, what is happening in this yeah, song? It's been too long since I've listened to King Crimson, but I believe you. Because yeah. that's, that's the problem with Prague, is they don't understand what transitions are and what, like, song structure and, like, is. They're like, no, we're going to break all the rules, even the rules that, like, make sense for us to have. Yeah. I mean, like, you know... I've always like I can appreciate the like the musicsmanship of Prague quite a bit, but like I find that like I over time have gravitated to the poppier Prague things like like Rush and like uh, Pink Floyd, not early Pink Floyd, but like late Pink Floyd. You know when they were still making when they were when they started to make things that were a little bit more listenable. Uh, yeah. You know, than like Saucer Full of Secrets, which is just like a thing. But (laughs) yeah, I've said this before, but it's like it's almost it's almost like there's a reason that pop music is the most popular music. Well, and like, I mean, it's not just because it's horrible bullshit that idiots consume. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you have catchy music, people are going to like it. Um, The the one thing that I will say um, is that, like, I think that it's uh, there, there, there is it takes some doing to make uh, to make virtuosic like sounding stuff be catchy oh, you no, know yeah. no there's there's a spectrum obviously like yes. you know you can like it's easy like it's if you are if you are good enough at your instrument to be virtuosic it's very difficult to hold yourself back enough to to make something listenable you know because it's like mm-hmm. okay i could just make garbage you know, and everybody yeah. and everybody that plays the instrument would be like, oh, my God, like they'd be doing doing analysis of like, wow, he really, you know, those 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 16th note triplets over, you know, court court quarter note swing halftime yeah, were yeah, dude, were yeah. really like the pinnacle of it's like, yeah, but it sounded like somebody going on a keyboard. So it's like maybe it's not so good. You know, it's like technically impressive, but musically shit. <laughs> oh, man, I now I really want to also recommend a Joanna Newsom album because I love Joanna Newsom and her stuff is really good and catchy to some degree. But people also wank over its like it's because it uses like semitones or something. Polyrhythms. Polyrhythms. Oh, thank. Have you already listened to Joanna Newsom? I'm familiar with Joanna Newsom. Yeah, because okay. she's 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 the the harpist that has the like yes the harpist te- the 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 child voice the inter- she has an interesting voice yes 
We'll Although say I only that. listened to her stuff after her child voice went away. So I don't well, like her non-child voice stuff. The thing is, she also, I think, and I haven't listened to it, but like, because I, 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 randomly I was thinking about Joanna Newsom, like, I think maybe like oh, six months ago or something. I was just like, yeah. I was like, oh, who was that really weird vocalist? I was like, oh, that's right. It was Joanna Newsom. Yeah. Um, and like, apparently in recently she has gotten away from polyrhythm. She's like, I'm sick of them. Like it's, I'm, I'm yeah, tired yeah, yeah. of that being my thing. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was yeah. like 2010. I'm sure. It's like, I mean, I haven't thought about Joanna Newsom in fucking a million years. Yeah, she hasn't released an album in six years. Wow. Mm -hmm. I mean, Have One On Me was really her best album ever, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to, I've never actually, like, sat down and listened to any of her albums, so, like, I'm willing to do it. I will definitely recommend Have One On Me, because that is a really good album. That is also, that's after her, like, big popular phase with Y-S, Yes. Yes. I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it. Yes. Oh, Yes. 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 <laughs> Great. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Leave that in. <laughs> That's staying in the final cut. Um all right. But yeah, I mean, so I, I think that yeah, I think that the the the, the Sound of the Apocalypse and and uh, TikTok both have uh, the similar quality to me of like they are they go by really quickly, you know? Like I yes. listen to them and then they kind of like because I've listened to them so many times, like I I have a hard time keeping them in my brain in the same way that like I, I like I, I found like I have more to say about the Flower Kings album and the Eklan album than I do about the yeah. one the two I recommended just because it's like I every time they come on I love them and I want to listen to them yeah. but I, I have a hard time to work too many times with just these albums playing my brain yes. knows to turn off and so yeah. it's hard agreed yeah I've, I've listened to this too many times in the car <laughs> yeah, which is actually why I'm really glad I recommended When the Sweet Turns to Sour, because it's probably the album I've listened to the least to by Echolin. And I, you know, so you said this was the wrong one for you. It was. And, I, 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 and I'm ready I to move on to it, album. by the way. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I I think in retrospect, um, of the Echolin albums that I've listened to that aren't the one that, that aren't Echolin 2012, which is, you know, as we've, as we've discussed, a completely different album. Yes. Um by basically what amounts to a completely different band. Uh, I I think that I actually do like this one the most. Oh, it's I'm glad, because I, when I first listened to this album for this podcast, it had been, like, over a decade, and I was like, oh, shit, did I recommend their worst album accidentally? <laughs> uh, but then listening to it a second time, I was like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. This is great. I love it. This is so good. And it also made me finally, this first song on the album, 100 Diversions. Uh-huh. I remember you talking to me the first time you'd listened to Echo Lynn about how, like, oh, I was surprised by how, like, off-tone and, like, really weird to listen to. And I never really got that because it always sounded fine to me. But this, this, especially the first song on this album, it was like, oh, I finally get what you were saying. <laughs> it's, it's really, like, grating almost. And I love it, but, like, I get it. It's hard to listen to. <laughs> it's a, you know, we've been talking about, like... Uh, prog bands really leaning into like the breaking all the rules type of thing. Yes. I mean, that's why I wanted yeah. to save this one to last because th- I mean, they really do that here. Like they, they make no attempt to oh. make the music listenable. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so nice. It's like the fucking, the first song, it's immediately off tone. It's like, it's, it's, he's singing flat on a sharp backdrop. It's so good. I love it. It's so good. Yeah, they they really they play a lot with just like I, I don't know, like it's 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 kind of cacophonous music, you yes, know? But they use the cacophony to like 
bring it home. I don't know. Like, it, it, like there's a resolution eventually to all of the cacophony. But yeah, I, I know what you mean, though, about, like, it's like, there is just no base. Yeah, there's no base. Exactly. It's like, that was what they did wrong in the new stuff. It's like, they were just shrill, loud folk music. I don't know. Like, and just like, get, putting bass in there just ruins it. Like... You just you just sound like every other rock band all of a sudden. Like why bother oh, at that point? But oh my god, that fucking oh god, that album is so good. Oh, it's so fucking good. I I can't get over how good that yeah, album. They just is. needed to release it under a different name than Echolin. I know. I mean, yeah, if if that had been a Beardfish album, I think you would have liked it better. Oh yeah, for sure. But it's 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 they're trying to yeah. So like you know, like on this first song, it takes them two minutes and twenty seconds to like stop being off off key. And even then, they're still technically off-key, I think. But it sounds okay at that point. Yeah. Now, I will say 100 Diversions is probably... It's lower on my list of the songs on this album that I like. Yeah, I mean, I love all the songs in this album. They're all really good. I think... Was is is it another day that I really like? Another day is really good. Yeah, yeah, I love the I love like the interplay, like the vocal interplay, where it's like you know jumping between the two like like the two vocalists. Yeah, and then when the sour turns sweet. Yeah, I did not realize that was a, a Genesis cover. No, neither did I. <laughs> yeah, but I actually I actually like their version more than the Genesis version, having listened to both at this point. I still actually I need to listen to the Genesis. Yeah, version. Yeah, so the Genesis version is like it's very like um. It's almost like black metal-y where like the production is very like echoey and like in the background. And mm. Echolin, of course, being Echolin, they bring it all to the forefront. They're just like, no, 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 right up there. It's like, we're going to make it bright. We're going to make it like snappy. And I, I love that. I love, I love how bright Echolin's sound is. That's yeah. probably my favorite part. I think you described it well. It's, it's trebly. <laughs> yeah, it's trebly. Yeah. There's, there's no attempt to like give it this bass backing. It's just like, no, no, no. We're a weird treble band. Now, I will say, one of my favorite songs on this album is Meaning in the Moment. Oh, and, yes. Thank and yeah, that's, that is the most, that's the most like the 2012 album. <laughs> oh, really? Because it's, it's all acoustic. I thought the 2012 album was more like rocky. No, no, no. The 2012 album, 2012 album still moves around quite a bit. You haven't listened to the entire thing. I... <laughs> no, I have not. I, I only listened to the first like two minutes. Yeah, I, I think you need to... I feel like you would like that album more than you think you would like it if you actually just sat down and listened to it. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I what love, I could... I love everything Echolin does acoustic. It's actually... I, I, I don't regret, but I, I probably would have recommended Cowboy Poems Free uh, as another one of their albums to listen to for this. And, like, that one's way more acoustic, acoustic in, this, in this way that this song is. I mean, we could have... I think we could do that for a different one, just because for this one specifically, I wanted to focus on ones that uh, I uh, that we we listened to in the past. Whereas Cowboy Poems yeah. Free is not really one I've listened to. Like I think oh, I listened okay. to it one time, you know, like a while ago. But I'm not as familiar with it as this one, which is like yeah. this one's on my iPod, you know. <laughs> like oh really? Oh interesting. Okay. Yeah. So like this one for me, it's like okay, I know this album. In a way that I don't really know Cowboy Poems. I've just I've listened to everything by Echolin other than their new stuff relatively equally, so it's hard for me. And also part of the reason I recommend this album is I just feel like it's like it's the most emotionally poignant because like it is their breakup album. Yes, yes. I mean, even it's a it's a posthumous album. Yeah, posthumous. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, and it's like every it's like it really brings the emotion to the forefront when you know that like they'd broken up at this point. <laughs> Yes. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's so, like, it really comes to a head with, like, the end, like, like, as the world, right? You know, because it's like, yes. 
it's like, okay, this is our last song before they kick us out. And it's like, because, you know, they've already basically been kicked out. You know, the yeah. label dropped them and all that stuff. And this was the end of the band, except it wasn't. And then they made my favorite album and you hated it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, the meaning of the moment I love because it like really encapsulates like the, the the whole theme of the album i feel like just this sort of like i guess i guess i recommended two very different albums i recommended a ha- really happy album and a really sad album yeah no i mean i think this album is is really kind of it has a lot of i mean well nostalgia I, I was about to say something very silly and then i looked at the title of the album i was about to say it's like it's kind of it, it's something that turns very bittersweet it's like yeah it's it's this yeah. album is when the sweet turns sour yeah exactly yeah it's just like oh like we had all this awesome stuff and now we're gone yeah it's in the name, Jason. It's in the name. <laughs> it's so good. And oh, and I really feel like also the album kind of takes you on like a journey because it's 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 there there's songs from a lot of different time periods are in this. Mm-hmm. And so like it's it's a good sampling of what Echolin's all about. Yeah. Like they're, they're more acoustic stuff, they're more like bombastic stuff. It's all in here. It's it's almost like a concept album of their career. Yes. And I love it. That's just oh. And of course, it ends with As the World. Yeah, which is great. This is, I mean, this is, this album to me encapsulates Eklund. And I I will say for sure, I do not think this album is for anyone. In fact, I think that this album is not for most people. You really have to have listened to Eklund before you listen to this. If you've never listened to Eklund, I would recommend, I would honestly probably recommend Cowboy Poem 3. As their most like listenable, especially if you're American. Cowboy Poems 3 is like based off of america and americana Mm -hmm. and so like it'll really like it'll resonate with you Mm -hmm. in a way that most of their stuff uh i mean as the world is also pretty resonant especially if you were like bullied as a kid but um oh my god i just love all their shit it's so good oh my god they're just such a good they're just such a good band they're such a good band yeah as the world because there's that one song on as the world yeah yeah no no so like uncle how long have i waited that she stands alone best regards those are all songs about like youthful regret yes Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, and I feel like it's really powerful in that way. Oh, my God. Oh, they're just all so good. Oh, they're all so good. They're all so good. They're just such a good band. But, yeah, I mean, their their sound is, like, the way that they are just kind of, like, so frantic and, like you said, so trebly. Like, they're, they're, the vocals bounce around. The, the, the dynamics bounce around. Like, everything is very, like, like skittery. And, like, it's, I, I've, yeah, it, I've never heard another band like Echolin. If you're used to, like, music sounding like pleasant music, Echolin is a huge fucking departure from that. Yeah. It, they don't try at all. And, like, after listening to it a while, like, you, you, you get used to how it is. Oh, yeah. And it becomes yeah. incredibly musical over time. But, like, when you first listened, you were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's like, did they forget to tune their guitars? And it's like, no, you forgot to tune your ears. <laughs> Exactly. Song the sweetest tear. What is that? That's that's meaning in the moment. Yeah. Okay. I'm listening to meaning in the moment. I just like picked a random time, and it's like that's that is I think maybe the best song on this album though is meaning in the moment. I agree. That that's just so good. That's the I think that's the the kind of it's the most like okay let's slow it down for a second we're gonna like you know this is this is the point of the album. Yeah. And so like in that sense I I, if I'd recommended The End is Beautiful that would have been like maybe a better representation of the thing that I really like about Echolin is that their 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 ability to like slow down Mm -hmm. and like deliver in in much the same way as Gaspacho did it's like deliver emotion Mm. just like really purely like hey this is what I'm feeling and like you know, you know me. I don't listen to lyrics, right? Like, I don't know what the meaning of the moment's about. I've never listened to lyrics, but I can 
feel the like nostalgic sadness. <laughs> yes, you have you have proven time and time again that you do not listen to lyrics. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Oh, yeah. Mm. So, okay, of these four albums, what would you what would you say is your is your favorite among them? Oh, favorite's a hard word. It is. Uh, I know you hate the word favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh I mean, I guess Adam and Eve, but if I was to choose an album that I enjoy the most to listen to, it probably would end up being TikTok. Okay. Yeah, that's that's that I think where sense. I think that's where I am as well. Like I think if I only if 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 I had to pick the album that I enjoy listening to the most, I think it's TikTok cuz like every time that album comes on uh, when I'm in yeah, the car, I'm just so like, good. "Oh hell yeah." Yeah. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> I guess I guess if I ha- if I had to choose an album, the one album to listen to for the rest of my life, it would be Adam and Eve. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely the most varied, and it's 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 much yeah. more of like a it's much more of a thing than. But I'm also much more likely to skip over a song from Adam and Eve. <laughs> That's the thing in my car. I, I think of of all of the albums, I don't have a reason to skip anything off of TikTok. Like, no. yeah, exactly. It's just like every song is a banger and I want to listen to all of them. Yeah, I 100% agree. And, and also like, you know, if, if Winter is Never was not on the album, I might say When the Sweet Turns Sour. But because Winter is Never is on there, the album is like a complete thing. Mm-hmm. It's like that rounds it out so well. It is. It just it provides all the emotional context for me. I don't know. It is. It's it, it's I mean, literally, I mean, one of the lyrics in that, in that song is so good. Just like, yes, so good. Mm. Uh, two twenty, two nineteen, I guess. Oh yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yes, like, yes, indeed, it is so good. Yeah, no, it does. It rounds the album out so perfectly. Yeah. So, so for you, Spatra also his favorite. Absolutely. I, I, I like Black Bonzo a lot. I like the Same. Flower Kings album for how uplifting it is, but like, I like specific songs on that more than I like the entire album. For sure. Yes. Same deal with the Echolin. I there are specific songs I really like. Like you know, meaning in the moment, and you yeah. know, I, I love the live cut of As the World yeah. as well. Because what about what do you think about Currents of Me? Because Currents of Me is like very As the World sounding. Yeah, I mean, I it's another one of those like, like you gotta understand like this one and Flower Kings, like, but this one especially is incredibly nostalgic to me. You know, like it's it's, cra- it's crazy to me that this is the most listened to one of the most listened to album of Echolin for you. I don't know if it's the most listened. I think As the World might be, but it's like it's okay, I, I, I I think I only had like two on my iPod. It was this and As the World. So Oh, okay. I that's my fault for sure. <laughs> yeah, it is your fault. <laughs> I remember being in the hotel room and saying that to you as you said that. Yeah. Yeah. It's your fault. You are yeah, the it's one. My fault. Yes. Yeah. Cuz The End is Beautiful might be their most it might be their most beautiful album. I don't think I've ever heard it. Oh, yeah, it's so good. So. <laughs> so yes, yeah, this is this is a completely on you. Uh you did yeah, this. It, I, yep, yep. <laughs> I accept full responsibility. That's good. But yeah, man. Uh any anything else to to say on this another incredibly long podcast? Nope. Oh man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. God, there's three like 40 minute sections. I'm going to have to cut this down so much. I talk too much about anime, so I need to cut a bunch of that out anyway. Yeah, but uh That's fine. Oh boy. Um so yeah, I think next time it's going to be Wheel of Time and The Witcher. Um but Oh yeah, Witcher's coming out soon. Yeah, I'm Witcher's excited. coming out yeah, yeah, soon. Yeah. yeah. But I think dude, this is the uh the end of season 2. Uh Woo! We did it, man. Here's nice. to another fucking awesome season. Um you know there's another one coming it's gonna start with the witcher and the wheel of time so yeah. strap it that'll be i think that'll be our christmas episode so uh nice 
yeah uh excited about that but yeah man uh you know for those of you uh who've been uh listening you know for for two seasons with us thanks for sticking with us i hope uh yep, hope to see definitely. you for another Thank one you. yeah and uh you know fucking have a tell your a... friends and family and get them listening yeah and strangers on the street yell at yeah, them yeah, just, just be just like it's two people. brothers yeah <laughs> just email just start dialing people's phone numbers randomly and telling them to go listen to two, it's two brothers yeah zero 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 one one zero 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 two <laughs> yeah. it's your responsibility it's all on you guys now just it FYI. Is. yeah we, we've done everything that we possibly we can. wash our hands of advertising yes i <laughs> i really have i used to post uh, i used to post on reddit every time i put something out i mean I, I, I still post it but like i used to post it on the podcasting subreddits and i was just like one of these days the D podcast will come out and i will start advertising us on that well, we've been advertising yet. us the whole time so that when it comes out it will no. uh ah yeah, I'm sorry. Start it, now. There's never, there's never a good space because I'm like, it's there's like two different Twitch streamers, and so if I open that box of like, if I open that Pandora's box, it's it'll never get closed. Good. So open it. <laughs> <laughs> open it as soon as possible. Yeah. We've got to yeah. flood them in. <laughs> Excellent. All right, man. Oh, yeah. I think the yeah, this is good. I think this was it. Thanks, everybody. And uh, yeah, we will see you next year for, uh, I mean, this might actually come out next year, but we'll see you next year for uh, fucking more podcast. Yeah. After you've already seen both of the shows we're talking about, we'll release some reviews. Yes. <laughs> some late reviews. Yeah. The best kind. Excellent. All right. Peace. See ya. Yeah, see ya.